Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to another edition of Through the Smoke, a Miami Hurricanes football and recruiting podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Network. Another post-practice in Gabby's Honda Civic, I believe, Um, taping here. Just want to give you some immediate reaction to what we saw from Thursday's practice. Um, It was the first practice in full pads of the preseason so it's good to see them get after it in that regard um plenty to hop into i'll let gabby kind of take the wheel on this and kind of just give a quick rundown on what we saw during a 40 minute viewing period um at the start of practice so here you go gabby rutia (laughs) yeah guys i mean definitely probably the biggest news of the day um, Ed Reed, uh, this was his first day back around the program. I mean, he was a guy that, pro- that honestly probably one of the first people I spotted when I walked onto Green Tree today. Um, so, I mean, that's obviously a really big deal. It's al- always great to have him around. Uh, it didn't seem like he'd, be- he'd been around a whole ton, so it's good to see that he's still back in that role. I feel like that answers a lot of questions about, you know, how involved he still is with the program. Uh, just the fact that he's going to be around helping with fall camp. You know, saw him coaching up Keontra Smith, uh, Bubba Bolden, a couple of those other guys. And, you know, just kind of having him around, it just seemed to be just, you know, an exciting treat for the rest of the players and all that stuff. Um, just moving over to some of the, the 11 on 11 stuff, uh, DJ Scaife, uh, you know, Zion Nelson's been sort of limited or held out to an extent. DJ Scaife was the first team left tackle. So, you know, I don't think that I don't think it's saying a whole lot. Manny Diaz did say after practice that, you know, Zion Nelson, along with all the other no contact guys, which are Cameron Harris, Don Chaney, um, anyone else I'm missing? You mentioned Sam Brooks. And Sam Brooks. Those guys should all be back by September 4th for the opener. So, uh, you know, nothing, it doesn't seem like any serious injuries should keep anyone out for an extended period of time, at least in terms of the, the major contributors. But with both those running backs, Cam Harris and Don Chaney out, Jalen Knighton got the nod with the first team. And he was followed by Cody Brown, who was running with the twos. So a little just glimpse into how the rest of the running back picture sort of looks at the moment. You know, within the 11-on-11, every quarterback basically got a drive. So it was De'Ara King, Tyler Van Dyke, and Jake Garcia. Uh, with the first-team offense, it seemed like they got their, got the best of the first-team defense. De'Ara King led them down. Basically a three-play drive that resulted in a touchdown. Pretty sure it was Charleston Rambo that caught the touchdown. I know Keyshawn Smith had a reception in there somewhere. But, you know, it was definitely good to see the first-team offense move the ball around. Um, you know, just on the defensive side of the ball, uh, you know, it seemed like, you know, T-Rob was just doing a lot of just like elite coaching. You sort of see what 
you know, everything that a lot of people have really said about him in terms of the type of coach he is, obviously developing a ton of guys throughout his career. Most recently, J.C. Horn, you just saw a little bit of that coaching that just seems so valuable, especially at the defensive back position. Uh, He spent the last portion of the viewing period coaching up specifically the cornerbacks. So just like a fresh reminder that he is the defensive backs coach, not just a safeties coach. While we, you know, you typically see him working with that with that group, Uh, you know, just watching him work with the corners too, just as just kind of a reminder that he's going to be all over the place with the with that secondary and you know what just the sort of different hats that he's going to wear um chance williams you know in that 11 on on 11 uh you know he had he got past kylie on herbert forced a strip sack of tyler van dyke so you know again a good flash you want to see from the second year defensive end he's another guy that manny diaz sort of highlighted at the end of practice as uh you know one of those returning guys that's sort of maybe taking taking the next step in terms of just a couple other injured guys, Mark Pope, who, you know, he was missing from Tuesday's session. He was back and returning punts. And, you know, Romello Brinson, Sam Brooks, again, guys that were fully participating. Also, Malik Curtis had been a notable absence through the first couple practices. He was back. I think because of NCAA rules, he can't just jump straight into pads. I think he has to spend a couple days in shorts and a helmet. And uh, so he was in that. He was just hanging around in shorts. Uh, I think he has to get a couple practices in there before he can really start, you know, getting after it. But good to see he's still with the program and that it was nothing too serious. A um, couple guys just returning punts. We saw a, a pretty decent amount of time of some of those guys returning punts. So it was Mark Pope, Tyreek Stevenson, Rashard Smith, Charleston Rambo, Xavier Estrepo, and Daz Worsham are all some of the guys back there. Uh, obviously, that was uh, an area of concern last year heading into this year. I think there's definitely an open competition from what it seems in terms of just what it's going to look like back there of uh, guys returning. Probably the, the most notable injury of the of the day, Jabari Ishmael. He was a guy that we noted was not practicing on Tuesday. He was seen walking around in a neck brace. I mean, that's just never a positive thing. I'm not sure the extent of the injury or how much you know to really look into that right now we didn't really get any clarification on that post practice so uh just definitely something to monitor that monitor that jabari ishmael is in that neck brace and andres borgales man uh, i was watching him kick field goals there for a couple minutes and i mean the kid has an absolute boot i mean from the opposite side of the of the u logo the far side of it which is the orange side kicking just booming field goals i mean it looked like clear 50 yarders with plenty of room to spare like i think that this kid is i think this kid's a real deal and uh i'm not sure miami's gonna have much problems in the kicking game as you know you know obviously since jose borgales came i think it's gonna be a pretty smooth transition to andres borgales so david i mean i'll pass it back to you i know you got some observation as, as well but you know definitely a lot of nuggets in there for sure yeah good stuff gabby couldn't have said it better myself i think uh just two things I noticed in terms of, I guess, depth chart type notes. Um, the starting, so they, they switched up the pairs, the defensive end pairs that they were rotating. So the first team defensive pairs today were um, Jafari Harvey and Zach McLeod. And previously they had been kind of rotating the older guys uh, with the first team and the younger guys with the second team. So previously, it was Zach McLeod and DeAndre Johnson. So today, Jafari Harvey and Zach McLeod. Just thought that was not- notable. Just uh, I think it, it kind of shows, I guess, how Jafari Harvey's performing in their eyes. Nesta stepped up to the first team as well. He, he'd kind of been running with the twos for the most part at the start of practice, at least, when we could watch. Um, I also thought it was notable that 
they bumped up Elijah Arroyo with the second team offense. Um, I think it was a matter of time before he was running with the twos um, because he is so talented and he's clearly the, the second best tight end on the roster behind Will Mallory. Um, but it was good to see them do that sooner rather than later. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of all I got. Gabby covered it all. I think post-practice, some interesting notes. Um, I asked Manny Diaz um, how he felt like the linebackers had been performing this camp. He mentioned um, that he felt like they've all, you know, as a group, they are much better than they were last year. And, but right now he's kind of looking for some separation within that group. So he feels like the linebacker group has improved. They understand better what to do within the defense. Um, But now he's looking for two guys, I guess, in particular, two starters to kind of grab hold of the position. Um, And I think now that the full pads are coming on and Miami will scrimmage on Sunday, um, I think we'll start to see how that position kind of shakes out in particular because it is a position where you can really only judge it in pads. Um, anything else, Gabby, that was interesting from the interviews? I think Charleston Rambo, to me, he spoke with the media. Seems like a guy with a chip on his shoulder. Um, you know, he kind of, you know, 2019 was his uh, productive season at Oklahoma. And he, he, he was kind of annoyed answering the question, I would say, but he's, he basically said he does feel like he is a much better player now compared to his productive 2019 season. I'll say this, like this is kind of the first time we've been next to Charleston um, in like an interview setting uh, to kind of get an eye on his body type. And he, he's kind of a bigger guy than, than I thought he was just... Uh, you know, being field level, looking at him from afar. So that's a good sign with the outside receiver spot. Cam Harris, you know, he's looking good too, just body type wise. Yeah, he's, he is, uh, he's thick in a good way. So, and he looks ready to, to be the lead back. I think, you know, in my opinion, he's separated himself from Jalen Knighton and Don Chaney. I think he's going to be the lead back to start the year. And it'll just be up to him to produce. But I think from what we've seen, Uh, Now, again, he was limited non-contact red jersey today, but I think that's temporary. But from what we've seen, I think he's by far been the best back of the bunch to this point. And then Tyreek Stevenson talked, and um, he seems like a confident guy as well. Um, He said he's he's weighing 210 pounds. Manny Diaz said he kind of shed some weight uh, so he could play on the outside there at cornerback. Uh, Tyreek kind of let it slip that he's playing a little bit of of nickel in some sub packages. Um, So keep an eye out for that. And yeah, did I miss anything, Gabby? No, I mean, I think you hit it all. I mean, I was going to remind you about the little Tyreek nugget. And uh, that should be interesting. We saw him in that role at Georgia. Um, and he was pretty, he was pretty good in it. So, uh, definitely excited to see Tyreek in that, in that, in that slot and that sub package. So before we get out of here, Gabby, you did make it down to Homestead High School. You caught up with Daniel Lyons, a three-star defensive tackle who uh, gave his commitment to Florida State late on, a, I think, the last Sunday in July. And then the following Saturday of that week, he 
made an appearance at Miami's pool party the last day of July. Um, and you, you went down to Homestead High School to catch up with him and just see what was up. Tell us about the vibes you got. What did Daniel have to say? Yeah, you know, um, I, I do think that Miami and a couple other programs are still in it here. I mean, you hear a kid that's fresh off commitment. I mean, you sort of assume that he's just shut it down, that that's where he wants to go. But it seems like Daniel Lyons is very open to still taking official visits. He's saying that he's working on an official visit to get to up to Oklahoma. Uh, you know, he could potentially officially visit Miami. Um, you know, he said that a big part of why he committed to Florida state was that he was able to get up there with his mom and a couple other members of his family. And, you know, she really loved it, but mom hasn't seen a lot of other, other schools. Like mom hasn't been to Miami yet. He did say that he plans on bringing mom to Miami. So to me that, I mean, that kind of just like reading the tea leaves, it just feels like there's still room in here for Miami or for any other program really to sort of swoop in and see if maybe they could sway mom. And again, this is still a guy Miami wants. If they're able to meet mom, sway mom, I think that, uh, you know, Miami could still very much be an option. I mean, this is a, this is a guy that they've been recruiting for, for quite some time. So, you know, UM's not just going to sort of just let him go up to Florida State. That's what he said that Miami's message was to him. He said Manny Diaz specifically told him at the pool party that uh, we're not just going to let you get away like that or that easy. So uh, definitely expect Miami to keep chipping away here and eventually, you know, bring him in potentially for an official visit where he's able to, you know, they're able to interact with his family more closely and just, you know, help the family get a better understanding of the program. So definitely look out for that. So I think that wraps it up. Quick podcast. Before we get out of here, I want to mention to Homefield Apparel uh, for vintage Miami gear. Uh, that deal's about to run out. It, it runs out on Saturday. So again, got really cool stuff at homefieldapparel.com, a Miami vintage collection. You can get 15% off your order with promo code inside the U. That's inside the and then the letter U for 15% off. Really cool gear. Um, I stocked up on, on some cool shirts that I didn't receive free from Home Field <laughs> Apparel. So uh, that should tell you what I think about the collection. I got one today too. Ooh, what'd you go with? I got the old school, like it's like the old school Ibis that it's like University of Miami. It's a gray one. I just saw it just like the Ibis looked really cool and it had like the M there. And uh, yeah, so I got one today. I used the promo code inside the U and definitely excited about getting that shirt in. I got that shirt for free, and I like it too. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. I'd never seen that Sebastian the Ibis yeah, before. It was, a cool, it was a cool logo, and uh, yeah, that's definitely one I wish they sent me. They didn't. I had to get it. So you can go ahead and do the same with that promo code. Homefieldapparel.com, promo code inside the U. Um, and yeah, just I think it's good to do these quick podcasts following practice. Maybe we'll do more of a longer form podcast on Monday, kind of reset, give our thoughts. Um, the plan for the team is to scrimmage on Sunday um, so we can recap that as well on Monday. So as always, appreciate you guys listening. Have a good weekend and until uh, next time, take care guys. Later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.